Each year, billions of dollars are being stolen, and the weapon the thief holds in his hand isn't a gun, it's a telephone. Technology has led to a new type of phone scam. This isn't just a case of someone stealing your calling card. This scam is so sophisticated, it goes right into the telephone computer system. Hi, and welcome along to Bite High No Limit. Bite High No Limit is a podcast about people's relationships with technology. In this episode, we'll be talking phone freaking with Patrick and Cody. Patrick has a YouTube channel at CGN Fridays, and Cody also has a YouTube channel at Pran Funkles. I start by asking Patrick what his earliest memories of phone freaking were. When I was a kid, uh, War Games was is like the second movie I ever remember going to the theater and seeing. I think our Cody, our older sister, took me. I think you were too little. Um, but for the first movie being E.T., yeah. I remember. But then uh, the next year, 83, it was War Games. And that entire, there was something about that, just the whole tone of that movie. Throughout the movie, he's 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 doing tricky little things where he's recording the uh, the D, uh, little uh, DTMFs from the, the, uh, the door that he goes through, little buttons, and then he's able to... And that there was something and <clears throat> something about that that made me go like, wow, this is I mean, it was just really interesting to me as a as a young child. And then, of course, the scene where he goes to the phone, the pay phone, and he finds an old pop top can uh, or he finds a can with and he finds a pop top from a can. If you guys you guys know what that is before yeah. uh, the soda cans looked like they do now, they had a thing that was just removable. Oh, yeah, the ring pull. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he uses that to. Yeah. He sticks that inside the receiver or something, and then he's able to make a call somehow. Or he's able to, I think he uses it in lieu of the actual, because uh, he takes out the actual little speaker like thing in there, but he's able to talk loud enough that they can hear him. I don't know. It's really weird. But as a kid, I remember thinking, like, oh my God, this is the cool, this is like the coolest thing ever. Like that this guy is, he's, he's breaking into, he's hacking into all this stuff with a computer, and then he's able to do this with a phone. And anyway, just, a very cool movie i remember uh thinking it was so i i think that might have kind of piqued my interest in doing you know uh what you might consider hacking or just trying to exploit you know electronics to do things they're not supposed to on the subject of technology and stuff too as kids we had like i remember getting the little casio it's a little tiny casio pt1 uh keyboard and you know thinking that was pretty cool that you could program it and stuff and uh, I remember we got those for our, our birthdays are close together and uh, we each got one. And Cody, I don't know if you remember, we had our uncle, one of our uncles was over um, and he he figured out some way. And this was not in the instruction booklet that I know of. He figured out some way to manipulate the keyboard so that your recorded song would uh, would either play backwards or they were, it did something strange that it wasn't supposed to do. And he was like, Hey, look what I figured out. And then he showed it. It was like, you held down a couple of buttons for a couple of seconds and stuff like that. And I remember being pretty amazed at that when I was a kid. And, um, this, uh, I think a couple of my dad's brothers were, uh, had actually, I found this out later that they'd worked for NASA. <laughs> yeah. I remember him, you know, the, the keyboard was like new and he just sat there and messed. And I don't know if he just sat there and pressed buttons until he figured it out. I don't know. You know, but that was the kind of stuff we kind of did as kids when we saw any kind of a little electronic device or something, especially in public. Um, 
we would just go over and start pressing buttons and messing with it and like, let's see if we can cause this thing to glitch. And then sometimes you would get to, you know, you get to like administrator menus or something like that by accident, you know. And, you know, of course, as kids, we didn't know what we were doing. We we're just kind of like, oh, wow, look at that, you know, or something. But uh, so um, <clears throat> so I guess that the whole, you know, Carl, when you originally, um, you know, asked if we would be interested in doing this, I was kind of like, man, we don't, you know, we don't, I don't know. We don't, uh, we don't really have that. We're not really hackers. We don't really have that background. We don't do this. We've never done anything like maliciously or tried to get over on somebody or steal money or anything like that. But then when I started thinking about it, I was like, well, yeah, but we've done stuff like this our whole lives. Just kind of mess around with something to see what we could do, uh, mm. get it to do um, that it wasn't supposed to do. Mm. But uh, the other, or one, one more thing I remember as a kid was uh, somebody at our school or somebody we knew, a neighborhood kid was like, hey, do you guys know about this phone uh, ring back, like ring test number you can dial? And we were like, no. And uh, if you dialed 41411, you would get a busy signal and then you would hang up and then your phone would just start ringing. Mm -hmm. And it was like just a test to see if your line was running. So we were like, you know, of course, we thought it was funny. We would do that and get our parents to pick up thinking there was a call. If you picked it up, you just got a busy signal. But uh, then um, I don't know how uh, it was either Cody or I were messing around one day with a phone and we figured out, oh, if you dialed. Four one zero four four seven. You got a ring. You got your ring back, uh, but it was a different pattern, a different ring pattern. Oh, like it was boy. instead of ring, you know, just yeah. your standard rings. It would be ring, ring, ring. And then we started dialing. We dialed four one zero four four eight. You know, four four nine four five zero, and we found about six different like ring patterns. And um, I remember as a kid, just we both just thought that was really cool. We were mm. like, wow, we figured out something here. So. Mm. When is you're there some? In, go ahead. Sorry, is there some for some reason I associate that with uh, Prince or a Prince song from <laughs> the Prince? 80s? I have what? no idea why, but it, was there it something was probably, to do with that? That Prince uh, Purple Rain had probably just come out at that time. I don't know. No, I idea. don't know. It, maybe somebody listening knows <laughs> some kind of. Yeah, this was maybe it's, this would have been like around 1984. Maybe it has nothing so. to do with anything. <laughs> That's that's funny. It's that's for some be like reason childhood. I associate us doing that with Prince. Maybe I just heard it on the radio. I'm sure you did at that time. That time back then. Um, so yeah, there was that, and then um, around that same time of uh, kind of discovering what 800 numbers were, there was a mm -hmm. Ghostbusters hotline you could call, and it was just a recorded message with the Ghostbusters. And um, if you called during the day, it was Which busy is, a lot of time, but. It's in the movie, the, in the commercial, if you call the number, I think. is that. Oh, really? Okay. Or, I still remember the number. Or did they the give number. out a 555? Uh, in the movies, it was always 555. But this was an actual, oh, okay. like, I don't know where this was printed. This Again, this was, a, this was another friend of ours, a neighborhood friend that was like, yeah, you guys know the Ghostbusters line, right? And so and at like, the no. time, we thought it was like a legitimate thing, you know? Like they would do now, they would have an actual number to promote a movie or TV show and you call in, it plays something, you know, but mm -hmm. thinking about it now, that was probably not, it was probably, wasn't it just a recording of the commercial from the movie or something? Um, it was either that or it was just a recording that they made for people who called in. I don't know. I, I don't remember. So I just it wasn't an official, it was really 
Yeah, it was. They it, made? Yes. Yeah. Or was it, it was, like a hackers set it up or something? No, nah, I think the movie movie company did it. Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. Now, there has been some more recent cases of that. I think um, in Terminator Genesis, I think Cole's Drapes, which is the T the T one T one hundred, he um, he obviously went out to Fallow and he had to retrain and reskill and do something else, and he he was doing drapes and curtains, okay. and uh, and and the telephone number on the side of that apparently was um, if you if you rang that. Um, it would go actually through to uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger with a um, you know a voice message going "Hi, you're through to Carl's drapes. Leave a message. We won't leave you hanging." That's and great. Uh, yeah, so that that's quite a. I think it's quite a thing in in films to have um, you know like e- Easter egg uh, telephone numbers that um, um, yeah in 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 the UK we had um, there was oh eight hundred eight nine and then about seven digits random digits of your choice and you could actually uh, ring businesses up in the United States. Um, okay. Yeah, and and we, we we used to do that from payphones and uh, used to used to ring up and um, used to get very, uh, very very bemused people just picking up the phone and uh, to, to to school kids. And like we'd we'd ask we'd ask some questions like do you know what the World Cup is and things like that and um, <laughs> and and just get generally upset that they didn't and then hang up which was very very, very bizarre but yeah it was well, you, you wouldn't find anything on you know there was no internet at the time um, and and you wouldn't right. understand how you found out about these things and you wouldn't understand why they were there because um, you know there, there must have been a reason for it but. Um, yeah, there were a couple of exploits that we, we we used to have, and also if you um, went to a payphone and you just lifted the receiver up and didn't make a call, um, the the dial tone would um, would time out, and um, these recorded messages would come up, and they'd come up and uh, say things like "the other person has cleared," do do do. The other person has cleared, do, do, do. and you'd wondered what was going on. You know, you right. <laughs> you wondered if it's sort of like, um, what, what, you know, what, what on earth they were they were going on about. And um, yeah. I, I did my work experience for British Telecom, and I asked them, and they didn't know either. They just um, that they basically said on my first day that it's uh, teas, toilets, and telephones, and it was in that order. And that, that's um, okay. <laughs> all on you. <laughs> Right. But, yeah, but uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it's quite 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 interesting with that. So, the, were they your first experiences, really, of um, sort of like circuit bending or or, or exploiting things to 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 find out, um, you know, that that you that your telephone could do a lot more than than just make uh, you know regular calls on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, yeah. Just just uh playing playing around the phone with the phone with the kid when we sorry playing around the phone when we were kids and and just trying to just like you said trying to uh trying to trying to figure something out trying to get get it to do something it wasn't supposed to or uh um you know um like i said the, the ghostbusters hotline was i think the first time we realized oh it's a it's a toll free number but i don't think we really knew what a toll free what that meant even mm-hmm. um and we had a friend who uh I had a friend who came over and, you know, uh, one day and he was, uh, he was a very phone, like phone centric kid, if you want to, <laughs> whatever that means. But he, he was always messing with the phone and he was always, he was always calling his mom for some reason. <laughs> like, <laughs> and, uh, he's kind of a weird kid, but, uh, it was kind of funny, but, uh, he, uh, so one day we're sitting there and he's like, uh, 
he was looking at a cassette tape I had, and it was it was Greg Kinn. Do you remember remember Greg Kinn, the uh, <laughs> the the guy who did the Jeopardy song back in the eighties? My love's in Jeopardy. <laughs> Do you remember that song? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> I can't anyway. help you there, Patrick, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, he also Two. had a... What was I his a other song that they play way too much on the radio? And uh, so we song, start looking you know, through oh, it. Yeah, yeah. So we start looking through the like the insert on this cassette, and it's like, you know, the record company is like in Berkeley, California or something. And uh, so this kid's just like, I'm going to, I'm going to call Greg Kinn. I'm going to call the, the, you know, the artist, the, the, the guy. And uh, so, you know, his kids were like, okay, whatever. And so he picks up the phone and he dials like information, you know, for one. And then uh, he gets this phone number. He says, you know, I'm, I'm looking for the number of Greg Kinn in Berkeley, California. So he gets this number and he calls it. And I'm not even sure we weren't even, li- we weren't even paying attention to him really that much, but uh didn't really think about it. And he was like, yeah, somebody answered and blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what happened. But uh, all I know is, you know, a few weeks or a month later, the parents get the phone bill. <laughs> and they're like, did you guys call California? And they're like, we're like, what? You know, and like, you know, when you call, you know, other states, you get, it's long distance. You get an extra charge. So we were like, what? So we got in trouble for that. And then we had to explain that he was trying to call a, a rock star. <laughs> Our friend, you're like, yeah, Mike, Mike did it. Uh, so, but, uh, so that was our, the first time we realized like, oh, you know, if you're going to call long distances, yeah, there's an extra charge, that sort of thing. Um, you know, so that was, you know, kind of, we, we were just kind of like learning slowly how the, how the phone system worked and all that. Um, a few years later we were, again, bored during the summertime school was out. And, uh, uh, we noticed that, you know, at least, you know, here in the States and it's, I'm sure it's similar there. I don't know, but you have, a, you know, your local phone numbers, you have a three digit prefix Mm -hmm. and then four numbers, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, so we were, we realized at some point, like we knew that, you know, your other little towns within our state, you know, had different three digit prefixes but for some reason you if you called those you get this little message that says you have to first dial a one or a zero but it never really occurred to us to do that so we just one day we're like and hey, what happens if we dial a one and you know we're not dialing a different area code we're still in our our area code which is 405 here mm-hmm. <laughs> so so we uh just started dialing these these we would figure out these random you know, three digit prefixes and dial a one ahead of them. And then we started getting these little rural towns with these kind of, these kind of hillbillies, these kind of, <laughs> these kind of <laughs> people would be like, hello, you know, and we we're like, Oh wow. I wonder where, I wonder where we just called, you know? And, um, not only that, but Cody, if you remember like the, the ring sound you would get was not the standard like ring sound. It was, it would be like almost like a buzzing, like it was old school phone systems, like, you know, you know yeah, just just it, these weird it sounded like an analog noise going you know through the phone yeah line. yeah so like that, we ended up much, like a... so, some yeah, of them was, we it... uh, we were amused as kids because we thought they sounded like farting <laughs> <laughs> yeah time. so we were like we we knew like okay if we dial 
one three five two and in four digits we'll get this kind of ring and that kind of ring so we were kind of doing that for a while again not realizing <laughs> that we were dialing local long distance which was still long distance hmm. so about a month later my Enough parents got their phone bill <laughs> yeah, they're like yeah. did you call verdon oklahoma what who's <laughs> you know who do you know in verdon oklahoma we're like uh nobody we didn't realize that oh you know <laughs> And we were like kind of pranking these people too, sort of. I don't I think we were mostly just hanging out. But the other thing that interested us too was the you would get different a different variety of error messages when you'd get a, a number that was unused or whatever. You would mm. you know get like these different and uh, and they still do this now where they have a little code at the end. It'll say um, or like for example, you know we get you get a thing that'd say the number you've dialed in, you know, and it'd be like hmm. a guy with an accent. Be, number you've dialed in, uh, Mayfield, Oklahoma is no longer in service. Turley, Oklahoma. It'd be like yeah, the guy that <laughs> recorded it was you could tell was from there, you know, from the yeah, little rural. <laughs> the number area. you dial ain't don't work. All right, <laughs> goodbye. Um, so <laughs> there were there were some of them that were I would we would well we'll get to that later probably but. Yeah, we'll get to that later. <laughs> anyway, so that was in, that was entertaining to us, but then it, it came at a price. We got in trouble <laughs> again, and then it, I guess it finally clicked that, like you know, okay, if you if you dial a one before anything but eight hundred eight zero zero, you know, it's mm. you're you know the the parents are going to know, <laughs> so we can't do that anymore. So uh, that was we we kind of we kind of went back to. Uh, just dialing just dialing random 800 numbers just making up numbers and 1-800 numbers with toll-free numbers to see what we would get mm-hmm. um i also remember like dialing numbers off of tv you know then they'd be selling a amazing laser beam wristwatch or something you know and we would dial in those numbers just to just to go look at this we're, we're doing something we're making a long distance call and we're not paying for it so it's something fun about that when you're a kid it's exciting but but just dialing the random numbers too you would get these yeah, weird. They would always you get say, like a, any commercial with an 800 number, they would always say, there is no charge. This is toll free. Toll free. You know, it seemed like a big deal mm. at the time. Yeah. I remember we would, uh, we found this, uh, this, this convention center in uh, uh, Philadelphia or Pittsburgh, I think. Yeah. And um, it had this jaunty little tune on it um, that just kind of amused us so we would call it and it was just a recording every time it would just give it give the answer uh the uh, i'm sorry they give it would give the hours of the convention center and maybe they'd say what was coming up and stuff mm-hmm. and but it had this little 80s dum 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 <laughs> da, 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 da. and then it had a little jingle too like the, there was a woman singing a little jingle do you remember what that was cody can you sing a, a bar of that <laughs> Uh, I don't know if it'd be very interesting. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. You don't have to. I'm just joking. Oh, okay. But uh, so America's I remember calling. <laughs> we never. We didn't even know the words because it was so hard to understand. Anyway. Yeah, you know, it's music coming over a, an old school phone. But uh, so there were numbers like that. We would call 800 numbers and uh, just. And, and every once in a while, it would randomly someone would answer. Maybe mm-hmm. if you called at the correct time. And, be like, uh, oh my of course, we would just in. like. I just wanted to hear the recording of that crappy song. <laughs> yeah, I would, um, we'd just hang up, probably. But. Right. So, so we did calling, a lot of that for a yeah. while, and then it progressed into 
Well, we started finding these uh, these toll-free numbers that would have these voicemail systems um, mm-hmm. that we, you know, and the, the first one that, um, you know, the, and we just thought it was funny. We would leave joke messages and stuff or, you know, I don't even know if we were doing that at that point. Um, that was kind of another thing we would, we started, we would play with the voicemail systems to, to the point that we would figure out, um, oh, you can keep appending to the message and stuff like that. So we would end up in some cases recording what would become an entire like little show, you know, as a message and leave it for people. And just the funny thing about this is you just like a, just like an improv random. Yeah. <laughs> comedy type of thing and we would just think about like i wonder what this person is thinking when they get to work on monday and they hear this you know like these there's a couple of kids just like playing music and just Uh, and we should say that it was kind of the polar opposite as far as voicemails compared to now like back then it was like we've got this voicemail system that's you know it's probably very expensive and high tech and by god you're gonna check your voicemails yeah. you're gonna listen to every message you got because it's so fucking cool sorry can we curse on this of course you can okay <laughs> I might accidentally okay. oh yeah um so playing around with these voicemail systems and um that turned into like oh what happens if you press this button what happens and then of course it was uh, you know enter your password oh okay yeah. let's see if we can figure this out and uh, you know a lot of times you know, of course we, we wouldn't, you know, we would just try a couple of times and of course it hangs up on you. Um, but <clears throat> this one that we had found, um, I think there were, there were voicemail boxes that you just pressed the star key or whatever. And they, the people didn't have passwords. So you just got right into their voicemail box, mm. you know, mm. you're just there. And then like, I think it, that first time just going like, wait a minute. That's a, uh, sorry to interrupt, but that's another sure. sign of the bygone era that, that I, you know, you just reminded me of that. There were voicemail systems where that was maybe even a default, mm. if not an option to just not have a password on your, mm. to get a new yeah. voicemail. I'd never, I, maybe never that's do that still hap- Maybe that's still an option now, but. It, I know, doubt it. People. I mean, people don't really even use it now, but uh, in recent years, I think that just seems crazy to not have a password on something. Yeah. So on anything that uh, the the specific uh, voicemail system I'm talking talking about was a I remember it was like a mutual fund like company or something. And uh, when I figured this out, I told my school friend and Cody, I don't even think this is long enough ago. I don't think you were involved in this stuff yet. Maybe a little bit. But. I knew. I just knew about it because my older brother was doing something <laughs> cool, and you know, seemed very I illegal guess. to me at the time. <laughs> so we, I told my friend about it, my school friend, and uh, I was like, you know, he came over or something, and and uh, either that or we just talked on the phone, and I gave him the numbers and stuff, and he was like, okay, check this out, and so we were like, we went in and we just, we just created passwords on these voicemail boxes, a couple of voicemail boxes on this thing. And, uh, and we decided that like, uh, at this point, I think I was about 12 years old. So, um, we were like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to both have these voicemail, you know, boxes that we can communicate back and forth on. And we'd figured out, of course, how to do that and everything. And, uh, 
um, if we want to like sneak out of the house and go meet at night and, and, uh, you know, even if we want to go like toilet paper, this kid's house or something, you know, we can use this system. So, um, he was like, you know, and we were like, yeah, cool. You know, we're doing, we're doing, <laughs> we're doing cool stuff here or something. And so he got like some of our other friends involved. So we had like four or five of these voicemail boxes. We just like totally took them over on this thing. And, uh, you know, we had our friends on them too. And, uh, the stupid thing was I'd written a bunch of this stuff down and the phone numbers and stuff like that. So what ended up happening was, uh, this didn't go on for very long. And then, and of course, um, it wasn't long after this, before this company, you know, they figured it out and reset their system or whatever. And of course, as kids, we were like, Oh, this is a big deal. But, uh, our, our dad or, you know, Cody and our, our dad, um, was, and probably even still is to this day, kind of a, kind of kind of a detective type you know he'll snoop around and stuff mm. so oh, yeah. he found my, he found my piece of paper um with the numbers and all this stuff and uh and i remember i had written on there because we were we we were like a club us uh, so we had these voicemail boxes and whatever plans we had to we were going to do what we didn't even do um, but we were the tp club we were going to go toilet paper people you know <laughs> <laughs> so he finds this piece of paper this tp club and and then he starts like grilling me about it. Like, what is this TP club? And he was like, he's like, I called this number and I heard your voice on the thing. And we were so dumb. We shouldn't have done it. But, and, and so got in trouble for that. So that was over. And I was kind of like, I, I got enough trouble or he got, you know, he was like, you could, you know, you could be prosecuted for this or something, which, you know, yeah, they're going to send some 12 year olds to jail because they messed around with somebody's <laughs> voicemail. But, um, <laughs> I just remember at that point, like going like, okay, you know, no, uh, it, yeah, that was, that was a bad idea. So, um, I think the lesson we kind of learned there and, um, I think I told Cody what went on and stuff and a lesson we learned there is like, if you're going to hack into one of these, you know, don't just take somebody's voicemail that, you know, don't make it obvious like we did. Mm. Um, you know, if you even want to call that hacking, you know, no, yeah. no, uh, passwords, that's not much hacking done mm. there, but, yeah. um, Years later, like five maybe years later, mm. I think I randomly because at this point, you know, you got in trouble, so we we're like, oh, we can't ever call that number again. And then yeah, probably yeah. five years later, I called it, or am I mixing this up with a different company? But you could, or maybe both. You could make. We got into like a master voicemail box. Yeah, this was diff like this make, was different. Yeah, so this was different. Um, so you could uh, just make mailboxes. Yeah, you could just create your own. And that was I, I only ever came across that a couple of times where there was an actual master um you know, there's actual a master account that via the uh the via interface the over the phone you could create you could make Yeah, it's yeah. like that doesn't I mean that's all that's you know, if I'm like somebody who's concerned about security, that's like huge because <laughs> like you should only be able to create those like on a, like I would say on a computer terminal mm -hmm. or something like that back in mm -hmm. the 80s or whatever. But uh yeah, so it was uh we I mean we continued at that point I think I kind of got you involved with the calling 800 you know. And so we we did that sort of thing and I remember we thought it was really cool too that you could call an 800 number call 800 numbers from payphones mm -hmm. without paying for it. So we would do a lot of that just uh just messing around but uh yeah, um, it was it was a couple of years later 
that. I uh, yeah. On, on that subject, I uh, there was a payphone at a couple of different schools that we went to. That like on on my lunch break, I don't know if you did this, Patrick, but I would regularly do this because I was bored. Uh, call these eight hundred numbers from the payphone and mess with them, you know, or sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, for whatever reason, use it to our advantage to be calling yeah. it not from our home phone. But yeah, once just, again, if it was toll free, you could just call it from a payphone. The, you know? the same kind of situation where we're finding these and we're just pressing random numbers and combinations of numbers uh, just to figure out, you know, how is it that we can, how's it that, that we can access, you know, administrator options and stuff like that. Um, mm. You know, some of them, and it got to where we got um, familiar enough with lots of, of these different systems that like we would know, okay, this one, you have to press this or that, which is by the voice that would come on. You could tell the type of system it was. And, uh, and even in some cases yeah. it would be like, you know, we'd hear this, there was a woman that would come on. We, we called her Virginia <laughs> because, and because, uh, <laughs> It was uh, it was based on this. You want to uh, go this, into why we called her that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't. It's not that important. I don't think so. We. I think we started calling her Virginia later because uh, when I was uh, when I was a little older, um, I uh, I worked at a uh, fast food restaurant, and my manager there was this like sixty year old woman named Virginia, and she was just awful. She was just an awful, mean uh, person. <laughs> <laughs> and you know she would just like you know how you you meet a few of those in your lifetime i think <laughs> and she was one of them for patrick yeah she was just she just was a an terrible awful but, person yeah yeah she was just and uh she and i mean she it wasn't just to me other employees but she was i don't know but the funny thing about her was you know she had this voice that was like this and she would you know she would be like <laughs> You know, you need to do this, and you kind need of to militant. do that. Yeah, very, yeah, very. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but then when she was, de- of course, when she was dealing with customers and stuff, she'd be like, uh, <laughs> she she would talk like this. Hi, <laughs> welcome, welcome. I'm Virginia. I'm uh, so, I'm so friendly. <laughs> I'm a friendly lady. So this voicemail system had a voice like that, <laughs> and we knew these voicemail systems well enough to know that if we heard Virginia, that. Oh, don't don't even mess with this one because it's a pain in the ass. Like that was one of the very common ones. Yeah, and it, the famous line that it says, and you can still find them today. Uh, Sorry, you're having trouble. Please call back when you. What it what she, was it, Patrick? She was she was call so. Call back un- when you can remember. One of them said uh, there was one that was not her, but it said call back when you can remember your passcode. As if they were, know, it was yes. being sarcastic at you. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. We know Some you're trying very to guess sarcastic. this passcode. Call back when you can remember it, you piece of shit. <laughs> so, yeah. That, that was yeah. their parting words. Like, the Virginia one was, sorry you're having trouble. Sorry Exiting you're system. having trouble. <laughs> I think that was a different one, actually, that said exiting the system. But anyway. Yeah, they had anyway. these, like, snooty mes- recordings that when it was going to hang up on you and it would just piss you off. Yeah. Um, so we, over the years, over a period of, you know, five years or so there, we're like, we would just play with these so much that we knew them. Again, we got to where we knew them inside and out. We realized, we knew that, um, uh, you know, 
on in some cases we knew what the default passwords were if it was if we found a voicemail mm-hmm. that was unused so we could we could take those boxes <laughs> you know mm-hmm. and take we never we, yeah we never took the ones that had somebody on them mm-hmm. unless you know yeah we like patrick said we kind of learned from our earlier experience uh like we knew that if we if we made it obvious attention if you were if yeah if you were taking a mailbox that's occupied then somebody who would be screening that would soon alert somebody that someone's squatting on their system yep yep they, yeah. they would know yeah yeah um so the other kind of funny thing about these systems too is um um at, at some point during all this uh we would uh you know we were we were involved in like you know prank calling and stuff too we would just do silly stuff so um we f- we figured out um not only were we dialing numbers and uh trying to hack into voicemail systems but we uh we had the you know we had the old school phones some of the old school phones that you, you unscrew the receiver mm-hmm. a la war games yeah um and we had figured out at some point that you can take like patrick is that where you got the idea to do that was war games to unscrew the thing or did maybe you just not figure that out? Separately? Maybe not specifically, but yeah, but yes, that I, I I think that's probably what g- gave me the idea. You could unscrew that, you know, unscrew the phone and do things with the receiver. Yeah. So I had figured out that if you um, you unscrew the receiver, you take out the little speaker thing, and you've got those two tabs there, right? The two little metal pieces sticking up mm-hmm. in the receiver. Yeah, um, copper. So if you take a uh, the the male end of an RCA cable, the RCA uh, plug, mm-hmm. and uh, you could um, kind of press it in there just so that the like the negative uh, part of the RCA um, cable is touching one of the tabs, and the positive and the sort mm. of the male part of it is mm. touching the other one. You had a direct line into the phone, like you could not only record audio perfectly, like wherever that RCA, you, know, you send that RCA cable into a, uh, a boom box or something that has an input on it mm-hmm. or a stereo, any kind of stereo system with an RCA in, you could, not only could you record, but you, you could play stuff and it would go right into the phone just like you were a radio station, you know, if you were playing music or something like that. So we figured yeah, that and out. It would we be really clear for them on their, in, I mean, it would be, like Patrick said, it would sound professional it would sound like we were a radio station calling them or something because it was so clear on the line as clear as it possibly could be at the time you know oh yeah because so, yeah you got no latency or um and any lot like, attenuation because when you're talking into a, a microphone you you lose a bit and you get a bit of background if you've got the the line in i guess that's like un- unadulterated um pure signal yeah i mean it was compressed or whatever you would call it but still it was you know for the time very clear mm. oh yeah like yeah. We, we could play music and stuff and they would hear it pretty clearly and music or loudly. any any recordings recordings of our voices and uh that you know that that became um you know we would use that to uh we would we would do weird stuff like we would uh we would voice our own fake um <laughs> like voicemail system thing. <laughs> like I would do the prompts. And uh, since I was, I was like really young and my voice hadn't even changed, I could kind of do like a sort of a, a female sounding voice. 
<laughs> and I'd be like, you know, your time at message check is, you know, and we would just like call random people to see how nosy they were. Yeah. So there were, <laughs> like, uh, press one to there hear were your voice- messages now. There were voicemail systems where you could set it up to call you and let you know when you had a message or everyone, you know, at certain times it would call you and give you your messages. So we were, you know, imitating that basically. And then we would call people and then listen to them press buttons to be nosy and listen to someone, what they thought was someone else's messages. We would have a pre-recorded message (laughs) ready to go that was just voicemails that were ridiculous and we'd just see how long this person would stay on the line and listen to them, you know, and press buttons to listen to them. Yeah. We'd usually record this too. Oh yeah, for, yeah we'd be know, recording to listen to. with another, you know, with another uh, another tape deck or whatever. Mm. Um, you know, because we had figured out that whole thing. Um, another thing that kind of inspired this that I just thought about, thought about was the, the whole Ferris Bueller thing. Mm. You know, if you ever seen Ferris Bueller where he's tricking people with recordings you know, like answering Apparently machine. Matthew Broderick made quite yes, an impact on us. He did. <laughs> yeah. About Matthew Broderick. Wow. I never thought about that. Mm. Yeah. We, we owe, we owe a lot to him. So mm. maybe not the Christmas <laughs> film, but yeah. Yeah. Probably. It's, um, no, it, so yeah, in, in, in Ferris Bueller's day off, he was, um, he had the synthesizer was near and he, he was coughing into it. Yeah. 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 That was it. Yeah, the, it was, it was the emulator. He had the emulator synthesizer. Yeah. So anyway, we would do these, uh, we we would we we were having fun too. Um, at the same time, we were kind of at the same time we were kind of figuring out how to hack these systems. Uh, uh, the record the figuring out the uh, the phone being able to pipe music in and record at the same time record phone conversations. You know, clearly um, uh, gave birth to a few years later. Um, I you know I was like I had taken apart enough phones and messed with the phones enough that I was like, you know what, I'm just gonna. I'm going to go to the store and get, you know, I'm just going to go to Radio Shack and get an RCA end. And um, so I did that, like a little, a little RCA end I could splice in. So I basically just bought a phone um, and cracked it open and just uh, soldered in a little uh, little RCA cable out, little RCA output, output input. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, cut a little hole there. And so we called it the Recordo phone. So now you just had a little RCA cable you just plug in and you could... You, the hole that you cut, quote unquote, was uh, taking the soldering pin and melting through the plastic. <laughs> yeah, hole big you know, enough just, to get the cord through. Well, you know, it just had to be a tiny little thing. We, the only, yeah, we, only breathe a, we only breathed a little, a little bit of uh, deadly vapor. Yeah, so. one time I, you were soldering something and you were having me hold the wires while you did it, and you burned <laughs> my arm, and I still have a scar from it on my forearm. Ah, uh, well. By the way. That's the, it's a price you pay when you're into phone freaking. We should probably mention the thing that might have been. No, I think you purchased this at a uh, what you would call a home improvement type store now that's not around mm. anymore. Mm. If I remember correctly, the thing that so, you would suction onto the phone, which you sometimes oh, saw things, in movies yeah. and stuff. Yeah, so and like we st- had that before. It's like a little. It's a little this. suction cup that you just stick on the phone. And then it has a on a the back three, of the uh, three point five millimeter speaker. Oh, does that yeah. pick the vibration up? Does it? Or is that what? Yeah, and yeah. It would record. The, like, I mean, it was a microphone basically that would just. You know, you know what it was really it was like. It was kind of like a guitar, like a thing in a guitar pickup, like a little. Mm. It's just a little, a little round yeah. piece of metal in it. That's all it was down inside there. 
So I'd taken those apart too, but a bug. And uh, yeah, and <laughs> I just much. went to uh, you know, uh, three point three point five millimeter. Yeah, and you just plug that so in. So we and those record things, like somehow our parents good. bought that for us as pretty young kids. I think from, they just I think had it was it. from a home improvement store because they had a they had a business or something, and they wanted to be able to you know record oh, clients okay. making requests or something. I think that was theirs, okay. and we just took it. But we ended <laughs> up the being grade. the ones that used it. And it wasn't very good. It sucked. And that's kind of Yeah. The audio the, was kind of quiet. And then there was like all this interference noise that was like yeah, digitally. Pick up. And that's why I say it was kind of like a, a guitar pickup because it would pick up other, uh, it would pick up interference from like any nearby electronic devices. Mm. You would hear like little buzzes. and Yeah, you get the hum like and the that. buzz and, and yep. yeah, yeah, the impedance yeah. coming from other things. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so we improved on that by Patrick soldering in this mm. thing. RCA anyway. input output. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's <laughs> so. the best connection you're going to get, definitely. <laughs> Do you so, call uh, them RCA inputs there? Yeah, your, yeah, I think yeah, RCA or um, AV. Well, another thing that um, we kind of started doing too is, uh, you know, another part of something we've all we'd always done going back to when, geez, I was probably yeah seven, eight, nine years old is. Uh, we would record stuff. I don't know. I don't know what the official name for doing this is. I guess you would call it. You know, I I don't know. Would you call it mashups or some shit? I would do stuff where I would be recording songs on the radio, and I would purposely be doing think pausing and doing weird things to the tape. And when you would play it back, it'd be like you had a totally different song. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because you would cut out every fourth beat or something like that. Uh, so we'd kind of been messing around with audio clips and stuff like that for years, you know, stuff that people are doing professionally. Now <laughs> when we were kids, we were like, wow, we could be paid. If we just kept doing that, <laughs> um, we would, we'd be like DJs or something, I guess. I don't know. But, uh, uh, but another thing we would do is, uh, we would record all these odd, you know, using the record phone <laughs> patent pending. Um, we would, uh, we would, uh, Cody mainly would, would do these, so we would have all these recordings with these weird um, error messages and stuff. And Cody would splice them all together and make a little song out of it. Like just splice bits of it together and then put, he would even put it over like Herbie Hancock's rocket or something, you know, and it would just be these weird. Yeah. That was the most common background. Yeah. Back then music I would use, um, but I would, I would try other... to get it on beat with the music. We yeah, can, yeah. I can send you, I have that as a, MP3 See if you can find that right now. Somewhere. Yeah, no, nah, but I do have it. If you want to, yeah, want me yeah to send I'd, it. I'd include that in the show of the uh, yeah. operator disconnected yeah. recordings I did. It's it's not it's not very good, but you have to well, remember for somebody who is cassette tapes. Yeah, yeah, send it. I'd love. I will include it. We're sorry, your call did not go through. Your, your, your call did not go through. I 
have dog. Remember you have dog. You have dog. Have dog. 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 To say recording. I'm sorry. The service is not correct. Please hang up. Please hang up. Please hang up. Try again. Hang up. Hang up. Please hang up. Try again. I'll call the correct number. We did a thing called the. We called it the Hello Festival. It probably predated <laughs> the <laughs> operator recordings. We'd just call a whole bunch. You know, just a ton of people and record them saying hello and hang up. And then just put and then it make together. a song out of it, yeah. Then like, yeah. hello, hello, hello. Just people you know, saying hello. hello. Or, or, or. It'd be just different. It was just funny to us the different mm-hmm. ways people answered the phone. Like, so anyway, there was a lot of that exactly. kind of silliness going on too. Mm-hmm. Um, just we would record all this stuff. All we had tapes and tapes of this stuff. We would record these this phone crap we would do, and uh, I guess getting into getting into the uh, you know you talk about freaking and people. Uh, circumventing uh, long distance charges and, and stuff like that. Um, I had figured out, you know, we had this. So at, at this point, like, I don't, you know, during the middle of, you know, you know, in the middle of a couple of, you know, maybe three years we were doing this, we had gotten good enough that we had several of these voicemail systems, I'd say maybe four or five, 800 numbers. And we had hacked some part of them in some way because we'd figured out that, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them, we, uh, the default mailbox numbers or uh, password is one, two, three, four, or maybe all zeros or something like that. So, but uh, the one that I found that Cody was talking about it earlier, where you could actually create your own voice mailboxes, you know, hmm. we were always kind of aware yeah, that, like, you're giving inside tips here, Patrick. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three, four. Don't give that away. <laughs> no, don't. That's, yeah. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five. No. Um, but so, uh, this one, the, that one voicemail system, like we were always kind of aware that we could, we could possibly, you know, we could get, we might be able to get in trouble for doing this, um, because we were always kind of, you know, if we did take over a voicemail box, we always wanted it to be like one that was just blank that nobody used, and we, we, you know, hmm. like Cody was saying earlier, don't, you know, make it so, you know, it's not hmm. obvious or that you've even been there or done anything. Hmm. So when I found this one where I could actually create the voice and you know, the boxes, I was like, Oh, this is great. So I created two of them like way up the, out of the number range. You know <laughs> what I mean? Like you, your number ranges were, you know, could be anywhere from a thousand to four, you know, you know, the, the voicemail box numbers when you dialed in, you know, you got to dial your voicemail box uh, number first and then, <laughs> uh, and then you, then you go get into it from there anyway. So uh, I created these two and uh, I had a friend who was going on vacation out of state and I was like, dude, check this out. Like, here, just, you know, call this 800 number from any payphone, And, you know, here's your voicemail, bo- you know, here's your password and here's how you do this. So I set him up. So he was on vacation, like, you know, in Colorado somewhere. And uh, we communicated over the summer, you know, just for free. We weren't dialing long distance. So, you know, I guess you call that kind of illegal or whatever, but... Uh, so this went on for, for uh, quite a while, like over the summer. And then uh, one day, uh, <laughs> and this, this is when, uh, anyway, I'll, I'll just say this. One day I'm sitting there and uh, my dad, it was me and my dad and Cody there. And um, I think our mom was working or something. It was in the evening after school. Or we're sitting there watching TV or something like that. Uh, my dad leaves to go get dinner. And... Uh, phone rings and you know this is this was before a call um on a caller id mm-hmm. so you know you just answered whatever so 
I'm like, hello. And I just turn white because I'm hearing the voice of the guy who <laughs> is on this voicemail system that I've, you on know, hacked green. and taken the over the past summer. Like he's on the main green. He picks it up. Well, hello, this is blah, blah, blah company. <laughs> and like, it's hey, by the way, guy. this guy calls yeah, this guy was very, this guy was very, it was one of those systems where it allows you to just record a lot of the prompts. If not all of was it all of them or just some of them, Patrick? So, I mean, once you got into a voicemail box, it was the standard, yeah. whatever it was, but yeah, he was, his well, voice was on like most was, of the prompts. So uh, the main one, and speaking of what the, sorry, you're having trouble. He had one that was like, <gasps> you have made too many errors and we will be disconnecting. Uh, it was something, it started off with a big, you know, it was like heavy, comic book guy from the Simpsons. Yeah. You've yeah. Made it was too like many a, a deep breath. The beginning of Goodbye. the recording was like, <gasps> if I remember, yeah. am I correct about that? Yes. Worst, yeah. Guy. That voicemail ever. Worst yes. Yeah, ever. it was. Yeah. So the guy calls. So anyway, anyway. So he, he calls and I'm like, holy shit, this has never happened. I'm like, I was like losing my, I'm like, you know, I'm a young teenager at this point. I think I was about 14 or something. And this guy just calls and I'm like, and he's like, hello. And he sounds, it's the guy. And I'm just like, you know, and he's just like, uh, yes, uh, we've been getting a lot of calls from this number. And at this point, my friend was no longer on vacation, so we weren't really using it. He was back, mm. right? So he was like, I've uh, been getting a lot of calls from this number, uh, you know, and I think someone's been playing around with my voicemail system. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, huh? You know, he's like, uh, and he's like, uh, why did he ask? He was just like, now, if you, have you been calling my voicemail? And I was just like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, well, are there any younger children there? And I was like, I was like, oh, I have a little brother. Well, he, and he, was like, he named off, he, mm -hmm. he mentioned that they were in California. And then he starts naming off, like, it's like, I'm looking at my records here. And it's, and he's like, phone naming records. our home, our hometown and the phone number, our home phone number. He's like, I, he's just like naming it off, blah blah blah, like, Oklahoma, yes, and the phone number over, and he's like saying it over and over at yeah. you. Yeah, he's like, here it is, July nineteenth, seven nineteen p.m. Over and over and over. July July nineteenth, eight twenty p.m. July night because we call that like shitting your pants. <laughs> it's like just white. I mean, like all the blood was out of my, you know. It, I was just like, I was oh my standing God. there too. Like uh -huh. I, I was standing there. Well, you, know, you probably knew, knew something was, was wrong by on. my. Ex yeah, my expression. Yeah, I immediately but, uh, knew what it was just from what you were just sort of hearing him and what you were saying. So the guy and I'm just like, well, I don't know. I, I just played it off. Of course, like I had no idea what he's talking about. And he's like, you know, well, uh, you know, you better tell your younger brother or whoever's been doing this that we will, you know, um, we will we will uh pursue legal action if this continues to happen so and he's going into this whole dissertation and then uh as he's doing this my our dad is coming in the door with food you know <laughs> the he's aforementioned picked up. nosy detective dad. yeah father so and, that, and that i know that caught patrick before with a couple of times yeah, a couple of times you know he busted us doing phone At stuff <laughs> but yeah. uh so he's he's coming in the door i can hear, hear him opening the door and he's rustling he's got the like the takeaway bags and stuff I'll, and uh 
and he he was also known for if you were on the phone like yelling hmm. who is that who are you talking to <laughs> who are you talking to <laughs> uh so anyway maybe not that angrily yeah but he just had to know you know and looking back it was you know he didn't mean you know he meant well of course <laughs> he didn't want us to be going to jail for phone crimes but uh <laughs> Anyway, so he's coming in, and I just know that if he sees me on the phone, he's going to demand to know who it is. And I've already told this guy, like, my parents aren't home, you know. Mm -hmm. So I'm just like, okay, okay. And the guy's, you know, you know, and I'll, you know, I'll be watching, and you better not be calling anymore. And I finally, I just get this guy. I'm like hanging up the phone as my dad is walking, you know, our dad is walking into the house, and I'm just like, oh. and then, and then I told Cody everything that happened, and then that was like, at that point, I was just like we are done doing this like that scared the hell out of me like and and the thing we learned there was something that we maybe suspected but didn't we didn't realize we were, or is that we when you call it true yeah when you call an eight uh, a toll-free number hmm. since they're paying for the call they have a list of people <sighs> who call like it's like they know yeah. So this guy had a giant list of just all the times we had called and all this stuff. And he probably and, named uh, off like 372 calls, <laughs> or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Over the period of the summer. And, uh, so this cost me $500 <laughs> <laughs> something, man. It was, it was, it was crazy. I, I was just like, I, I, yeah, I was never like so scared. We're just kind of dumb when you think about it now as an adult, like, much scarier things now than that guy. But, um, yeah, as a kid, I'm just like, Oh my God, I can't. And then I remember telling you and you were like, what Cody was <laughs> like, how could this, how could this happen? You know? And, uh, so, you know, for like a couple of years, we didn't even, we just like abandoned all of it. Like any of the stuff that we were like, we, yeah. we just, we are like, no, no more, no more 800 numbers, like no more hacking and no voicemail. More voicemail. We've yeah, yeah, we just didn't too, that I eventually just, broke. <laughs> so we just and we, we just only didn't prank do that. Called yeah, for a while. After that. Yeah, some other some other little side notes too, unrelated. Uh, we had found in our dialing eight hundred numbers, we found this thing called called Car Talk, which was a a railroad car tracker. Oh, yeah. You put in the number on the side of the the box, uh, the car, or whatever, mm -hmm. and it would tell you where it was. And uh, that was kind of neat. Um, Which you, the other, it utilized the uh, T nine type of thing where you put in, uh, like yeah, you press the, two three times for C or, yep. mm -hmm. press two two times yep. for B. You know, yeah, that was there where was, we learned that was like back in nineteen eighty seven or something. Yeah, because that's how you would put in the card, like that. the the cart number or whatever. There was that. There was, uh, and it would tell other... you where this railroad car was. You know, this uh, yeah. freight. Yeah, which is very interesting. But it was an electronic voice. That Pat, you Patrick can probably explain it better than me. Um, people, it's are, it's a voice people are familiar with, probably. It's yeah, just back then your standard um, computer generated voice. So it sounded mm -hmm. like. What, what did it? What's you know? What does it sound like? What would you could? What could well, you compare it sound, it to? It was today? the same exact voice. I well, I could compare it to it something was, that Stephen well, it was the same thing. people have heard. Yes, yes, yeah. yeah. It's like well, a Stephen Hawking like voice or speaking Not, spell. Yeah, it, it, right in between those two. Yeah, the thing. I mean, I this will something that people might have heard is Skypager. It was the exact same. I was going to bring voice. that up. Yeah, 
There's a, yeah, yeah. a song by I mean, Sir Mix-a-Lot. There's a song by Sir Mix-a-Lot from 1989 called Beepers. Are you familiar with it, Carl? I'm not familiar with that one, but I shall, I shall uh, bring yes. it up. Yeah, yeah so I get that. In, in the song, it has... The song is... It's, it's about pagers, basically, beepers. And um, they, they use, you would use this pager service called SkyPager. You dial up a number, and it's just like you know, just imitating the voice as best. Like, welcome to Sky Badger, you know, like yeah, that you know, welcome please to enter Car your Talk. It was the same exact yeah, Car Talk. It was, it was so the same. We system. were we were familiar. I think we were familiar with both before we ever heard the song. Yeah, welcome to yeah. Sky Badger. Welcome Sky to Pager. to Car Talk. Sorry, but you have made more than three errors. <laughs> that was the angry hang up from that computer AI voice. Oh, Sorry, was, it must have been. There Canadian. was a French version. Remember, there was a French Canadian version of. I've got. I've, yeah, yeah, you could. I think is it this one? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Beepers. I thought your pot pie was ready for a second there. <laughs> <laughs> Not pork pie tonight. We don't have pork pie on a Saturday. So you'll hear a you hear a sky pager. Be- there you go. There it is. Yeah, that voice. Yeah. So like I was saying, we. Uh, we were familiar with Car Talk and Sky Pager, and it was the same computer voice. Uh, and then we heard that song come out, and we're like, "Oh, somebody sampled this!" You know. You have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. If you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. We had this answering machine. The another, you know, when we're talking about physical pieces of you know electronics or whatever. We had this answering machine that, that was used to be my parents. It was broken. You were mentioning the uh, other languages. I think you could press a button and it would... Uh, and this may have been a l- later on when I was still calling yeah. it. But yep. uh, you could, it could tell you in French what the yeah, yeah. cars were. <laughs> no, it was kind of fun to make it do that. <laughs> yeah, I think... And we may so, have even... That may and have been I, I sort of learned some French <laughs> just from messing with that. Because it was like, yeah. if you made an error, it was like, de soleil. Désolé. Désolé. And then uh and then when it was hanging up when it was telling you <laughs> you've made more than 3 errors it was like uh system car talk. Yeah. <laughs> system is system car talk. Yeah. I would press a button that angered it and it would just désolé. 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 I'd keep doing it over Désolé. and over. Au revoir. Okay. I never said um, that. I don't. But the, but the uh the any, beepers it said, it might have said bonjour. Bonjour. <laughs> bonjour. Bonjour. Uh, the uh, the Beepers uh, song, that was a thing where I was like watching videos and mm-hmm. that came on in sometime in 89 and I was like, mm-hmm. I know that boy. And then I was like, and I was like, how cool that they sampled, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think, you know, and then that may have started the whole thing where we started sampling sort of with cassettes, not really Probably. sampling, but making little songs is that yeah. that Beepers song. Um, because we're like, oh, wow, you know, when we knew that, you know, artists use samples, but we never heard uh, them sampling like little phone, you know, hmm. recordings and messages like that. So, uh, but, uh, okay. So I, I, we were able to, we didn't fix it, but we, I, I messed with it enough that uh, I found that if you, if you uh, turn, it had a little di- a weird little dial on it where it was like one setting with it was this and one setting was that, that. You know, but if you put it right between the two, that it acted like a speakerphone, which was strange because it was like 
that it wasn't a speakerphone. You know what I mean? Hmm. You want yeah, to say speakerphone, you could be option on it. So, but it did have before, a speaker to play your messages. Right. So in the days before we had what I call our recordo phone, <laughs> our little, uh, <laughs> our our uh, our uh, manipulated, you know, um, we used that to actually record. You know, we just put a microphone by that or something like that, that mm-hmm. speaker. But uh, so not not much to that. But I know that was on the list because it just that was something that popped up. I was mm-hmm. uh, hacking of voicemail systems. Had, like we we got to that point where we were like, you know, no more of that. No more calling 800 numbers because it's 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 obviously kind of like a collect call. And they know um, some other stuff that kind of went on. And this this to this day. I, I won't say like per- perplexes me. It's it's, but it was really interesting. So at some point we realized that um, if we we had a little uh, little little stereo, little boombox type stereo um, made by a company called Sound Design, mm-hmm. <laughs> a little cheap radio. If you put it to a certain uh, frequency on the I FM still band, it. you still got that. Wow. I mean that thing has got to be forty years old or works, thirty years. Because it was thrown down and broken, but I still have it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you still have a broken radio. Okay, so if you put your uh, you put it to a certain frequency on the radio on the FM band, it's from the seventies. You know, so, um, I don't. I can't even remember how we figured this out, but we. If you put it there, and then we realized that on a on an old school color TV, we had a little thirteen inch color TV in our bedroom, and you could uh, put it on a certain channel, and if you set that TV that radio next to the TV on the right frequency, and then the TV on a specific channel, and then you messed with the little fine tuning knobs. Are you familiar with that stuff, Carl? The little mm-hmm. dial, the old yeah. dial TVs, yeah. and then you had a fine tuning thing. Yeah. So you could get the audio from the TV to come through onto the radio. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. that was kind of cool to us at the time. Cause we were like, Oh, we can record stuff directly off this one TV channel for some reason it worked with. Hmm. Um, but the more interesting thing with that is it worked with ha- any, it worked with any TV channel. If you had the okay. radio on the correct. You, and that fine tuning, you had to you mess with to, it, get it just right. You had to tune it to where the screen was black or as black as possible. And then the audio and then would just would come get audio as clearly yeah. as possible. There was always right. a little bit of inter- mm. a hint of like a mm. high pitched interference. But yeah, so so very... the sound the sound carrier is getting skewed and coming through uh, the radio. Yeah, yeah. So the yeah. more interesting, and it was it was way more clear than just putting a you know cassette recorder or microphone up to the TV if mm-hmm. you wanted to record yeah. a TV show or a TV theme song. In our case, a lot. Oh, yeah. yeah, if you, <laughs> we were always in the market to find ways to, you know, yeah, try to record something directly from the TV, you know, um, without using the VCR or whatever. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know why. We were just like audio from the TV. Oh, wow. That you, you know, because there were no well, like outputs or anything. <laughs> we didn't have a VCR. At that point. Like our parents, our parents had a VCR, but we didn't in our. That's right. We hadn't room. taken it over yet. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so the, the more interesting part of that is. We had always noticed if you on the and the UF U, <clears throat> excuse me the UHF band if you put you know the channel way up to the end of the uh, you know your channels there which was between seventy nine and eighty three mm-hmm. we noticed that those channels you could see weird interference coming through like the static wasn't just your basic uh, you know your basic fuzz your basic mm-hmm. static you would see the lines and 
and it, and it fluctuated and did different things. Um, so we were like, I guess we got the idea since we could hear audio from these, you know, we get audio off TV channels. What is happening up here on these high num- uh, channels? So we, we did that and we were picking up people's cell phone calls. Oh, yes. Yes. We were turning yeah. it. We would turn it and we would pick up and it was mainly, you know what it was? It was people leaving voicemails, mm-hmm. oddly enough. I don't know. Did, did we ever hear any live calls? Maybe we did, Cody. I, I feel like we did, but we would also get like CB, mm-hmm. like uh, yeah, the lower, yeah. the lower uh, channels, like around 77, 78, we yeah. would pick up people's CB. So it was like, we were intercepting people's cell phone mm. calls back in, you know, the late the old, Yeah, it was the old 800 we, band, I think, wasn't it? That was where they were, the... Uh, and and it, it was only with that TV and that radio. You had to, the, the the sound came through the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, otherwise, you know, you weren't going to get it. But uh. there was a a story I like to tell people, and I'll I'll make it very brief. But there was a day where uh, the aforementioned dad, <laughs> yeah, he was either angry for, at us for being you know farting around on the phone or playing Nintendo or Atari or whatever Super Nintendo whatever it was at the time. So one day, and we had already figured this out before any of the other stuff with that sound design radio. If you put it on like ninety-two or something on the yeah, dial, you would just randomly magic. pick yeah. up one of the UHF uh, stations, syndicated TV stations. You would just get the audio no matter mm-hmm. what. Yeah. So yeah, I could listen. Something to about channel the way they were broadcasting. Yeah. Twenty-five. Mm-hmm. Uh, and our dad was like, you need to get outside, play outside for a while. <laughs> so, so we were always we went messing this, around with mm, electronics. We went to this playground. <laughs> we went to this playground uh, that was at a school nearby. And I, you know, took the sound design radio with me and just like plugged it in and like <laughs> listened to the TV. Just listened <laughs> and to sat the- there. <laughs> What's funny about that is like it was that channel was just like an indie channel too because they were showing so they were showing a, like Rockford Files. Yeah, how'd you yeah, I remember a... listening to to things like the Rockford Files and also what was that movie with Don Johnson from? Oh, the the, the original Stepford Wives movie from nineteen eighty. That yeah, maybe, they were showing yeah. that. Yes, yeah. It was they were that showing or that. A, <laughs> we're like listening to Don it. Johnson. I wonder what's happening now. We're like sitting <laughs> on this. At behind mm. the school that had an outlet on the back of the building and like listening to TV. Mm. <laughs> anyway, okay. yeah, that's kind of a ridiculous thing. Hi, I'm Layla Johnston and you're listening to the Bite High No Limit podcast. Cody, do you remember being on another voicemail system and discovering, finding voicemail boxes that other, we somebody else had hacked into and were obviously, they had messages. They'd have an outgoing message saying, you know, there's a guy saying, hey, Slick, uh, found this number in 2600 Magazine, which was a hacker magazine. Oh, That's wow. a, that was like yeah, like a hacker, like an illegal hacker publication, I guess. I don't know how they did that. I haven't really looked into that, but I've looked up 2600 Magazine. It's an old school hacker's magazine. So, these... Yeah, that was a thing we heard and didn't know what it was. And then in the days of the Internet, Patrick looked like, up. Yeah, this is a... These numbers, I mean, so there were people doing the same thing we were. And uh, I remember coming across these voice voicemail boxes with these people like talking 
on their outgoing greetings. And they was, they were like adults, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, kind of giving out information and just thinking, God, it sounds like amateurs, you know, why would you do this? Cause we never, you know, we would leave joke messages and stuff, but for the most part, we like, we were very careful about giving out, you know, any, anything that could possibly, you know, be linked back to us other than the fact that we were just dialing in 800 numbers and the company would have our number. We didn't even think about that at that mm. point, but you know what I mean? But it was, it was interesting to us at that point. Did, did you have anything on that, Cody? The, the guy who, you remember, we remember the guy who he was saying, Hey, slick on the recording. And we thought that was either amusing or dumb or something. Yeah. I don't know if that was someone's uh, handle at the time that he was talking to. Yeah, or... that's right. They had, we, did, we didn't understand it at the time, but as we got older, we thought back on it and remember, you know, realized what my, it was. I remember realizing it was like, because it was it, obviously it was, not, I mean, it was that, uh, and, and I may be confusing that too. I mean, at one point, um, you know, I guess we can say this stuff now, but we had hacked into um, Nike's, Nike had two different uh, Yeah voicemail line you know 800 voicemail lines and we had hacked into both of those and it may have been on one of those that we found that we found boxes no, it voicemail was before boxes. that okay okay that's what i was thinking but anyway you know the, the nike thing was later but um so uh um i just wanted a, another little trick we would do because we were always trying to trick people um was uh there's uh there was a star, you know, star six, seven, which was, you know, that came about, you know, call, uh, caller ID came about, you know, early, early nineties here, 1990, 91, whenever that was. Mm -hmm. But then you could just, we found out you, Oh, you could disable it. You could just dial star six, seven, and then, you, you know, dial the number and then they'll just see private on their end. They won't get your number. The way that we found that out was they did a news story about that's right. Caller ID. They were like, there's the new and caller ID. <laughs> yeah, so they did a whole story about like this is going to end prank calling forever on, on a local news, and we, me and Patrick and then, are sitting there watching the news with our parents and stuff. And at the very end of the story, they tagged it with, "You'll be able to dial star six seven and, and block, block your number." <laughs> we're like, <laughs> "Now, Jim, okay, thanks." What's the weather like? <laughs> yeah. And we're like, "Oh, okay, we're going to remember that." <laughs> okay, so that's yeah. how we. I think that's how we. Uh, you know, figured out the star and sequence of digit thing. So, and if I remember you could right. also, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I remember about... the story you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, they did a story about how we were, I mean, it was, uh, caller ID like was the like, beginning was, of the news story. New. It was like was a three that, yeah. minute news story. And like the beginning of it, we were shitting our pants and then the end we're like, Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, star no. six, seven. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. That was back when the people actually, well, most of the news report, they're sort of like, they go, yeah, oh, yeah, well, yeah, this, actually, this, yeah, the whole world is going to change. And by the way, the world isn't going to change at all. <laughs> we <laughs> yes, circumnavigated exactly. our own story. <laughs> the funny thing about that versus today is like back then and, uh, you know, and even before about 15 or 20 years ago, it wasn't all that long. Ago, it was like, if your phone rang, you know, and it was this odd number, you're like, oh, who's calling me? You didn't just not answer it, you know? Yeah, I mean, of course, you had the cho choice not to answer it, but it's like, uh, you know, or even if you saw this private, like, oh my God, who is this? I have mm -hmm. to answer this, and it's it like, could be the hospital, is it? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It uh, could be very important. Yeah. So, but now you know your cell phone rings. I don't know about you guys. Mm. My cell phone rings. I don't own the number. I don't answer it. Mm. You know, it's mm. like it's not getting answered. Yeah. They mm. can leave a voicemail mm. if they want. 
they're getting a block as well. When, when, yeah, when they finish, yeah. when they finish ringing, they're getting a block. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but you once know, back again, then it's with, like, like with no one checks their voicemail now, mm. and same kind of thing. You know, when you get a weird number, you do not mm. answer it now. Mm. As opposed to yeah. you definitely answered it back then. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's a telephone call. It must be important. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> it's a telephone call. Hello, operator. Operator. We used to like when they'd show those old films, those old film noir or whatever, you know, those old 1940s films, and they're like, operator, operator. And they're like clicking the switch hook up and down. It's like, you're not doing anything. You're dialing, I actually. actually. Used to, uh, I actually used yeah. to comment on those when we would watch old movies, and I'm like, He's clicking it at a speed in which it's going to actually think that it's dial a dial the operator. Phone. It's going to call the police. Will, yeah. <laughs> ten clicks will get you the operator. It's a zero, right? Yeah. So oh, maybe yeah. they were they were onto something there. Yeah. I think yeah, ten was ten. a zero because you can't click it zero yeah. times, right? So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, that that was the test. I, the first test I did was I clicked it ten times and it called the operator. We're sorry. Due to network congestion outside the Time Warner network, your call cannot be completed at this time. Please try your call again later. TWC 48. There were, there's also, of course, and there were other commands that you could do, star, Yeah, you know, so we immediately so. experimented mm-hmm. with that, yeah. star and other buttons. N- numbers. So there was another one that was, you could disable your call waiting. Mm-hmm. So people would get a busy signal if they called in, and that was star seven zero. Well, at some point we figured out. I think that, people knew about that before because I think that predated caller ID. Yeah, probably, probably. But, yeah. but the interesting yeah, thing here is um, we figured out that you know, you know, there there were still people who had dial phones, so there's not a there's not a star in or you know, it's not mm-hmm. an asterisk or. A, you know, pound sign on those. So how would you dial that? Well, the equivalent on a dial phone is one, one. So if you dial one, one, that's the same as a star key on a, on a push button phone. So when we figured that out, (laughs) Cody, I think I figured that out. Cody would trick, would trick people. If anybody ever asked him like, what's your phone number? Or, he would even write this. Yeah. Thing. He would even write it down somewhere. Like, here's this phone number. You should call it or something. Either in and a prank would, call or someone I didn't like that I was giving them a like, phone number to call. He would basically say, "My phone number. Oh, my phone number. It's one one seven zero, or one one seven zero nine eleven. So essentially, yeah. they were disabling their call waiting and then dialing nine one one. Or he would say, "My number is one one six seventy nine eleven." <laughs> and they would that yeah. would you would be you would be disabling your caller. They weren't yeah. thinking about it being nine one one. So he would like trick people into calling nine one one. Like giving them the I, it started the I would do it with my friends first and they'd be like I called nine one one and my parents grounded me or whatever. <laughs> they were like, Ah, you fell for it. But uh mm-hmm. um on and this, you could I do guess, it at, you could you could do that on pay phones, so I would do that a lot too. Like me and my friends would be somewhere at a store or whatever, and just out, like, out in the public. Hey, dial somewhere. this number. <laughs> it's one one seven zero nine eleven. One one six seventy nine eleven. Okay. <laughs> um, so, and I guess on the subject of, of your your DTMF, DTMFs, um, I guess I I read the other day because I wasn't sure I knew it went away, but you realized that. 
as far as connecting calls, that's no longer a thing, at least here in the States. And it hasn't been for like mm-hmm. almost going on 20 years now. Um, uh, yeah. It's like 06 or something like that. But they're still used for, you know, accessing voicemail mm. via phone. You know, they still have to, your systems will still recognize those. But that's why, you know, now, of course, you, you know, there's no, you try to, you try to dial a number on your cell phone and most cell phones don't even make a noise, you know, mm-hmm. if you're actually, or an actual DTMF you know, noise, whereas some of them will like, you know, Mm. imitate a DTMF. And, uh, that brings me to my next, my next amazing, amazing thing. The the thing that, that I was, that I always, I've always thought was so cool. Um, and it's kind of along the lines of the, the kid who could whistle the, uh, (laughs) whistle the, the dial tone, uh, access thing. Mm -hmm. Cody. And I wish we could test it. Cody at some point we realized had the ability to just hear DTMFs and tell you what number it is. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, and he can do that to this day. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I say, yes, I, I say, wow, that's amazing. But you know, if you think about it, since he was five years old or something, we were messing with phones. So it kind of makes mm-hmm. sense that after a while you would just, <laughs> it's like me, yeah. I could probably tell you the row it was in, but I can't tell you, mm-hmm. I can't tell you, Oh, that's a three. That's you to know. To me, that's some, all you need to. If you memorize each column and each row has a tone, and when they intersect, yeah, that's what number it is. If a radio station is like, "I'm going to call such and such," and they don't mute it, Cody's like, "I have that yeah, number." I don't I heard that's it. a whole other story. Remember the radio DJs that we got into their voicemail? Oh yeah, yeah. Because they would call it and check it on the. On the morning show on the radio. Yeah. And they so just, like, Cody could hear dial their, into their passwords. voicemail. I'm like, yeah. Oh. Yeah. So we were like, hey, like, we call can get. And, like, yeah. Anyway. I don't think yeah. we ever yeah. took yeah. over their, their, their boxes, but we, we could get in there and listen to their voicemails and stuff. <laughs> Your call cannot be completed. You have dialed an unauthorized location. That was um, a whole other thing, too, was fax machines. We'd call those, and we didn't know what they were. And then our mom worked in an office that had a fax machine when those were pretty new. And we, like, well, went up there yeah. with her after hours and messed with it. And we sent some pranks. Always messing with electronics. To, always. <laughs> to people, <laughs> to, like, a radio station and stuff. Yeah, I remember sending a joke fax and then going, "This is going to be hilarious." And we would we had taken like a, uh, <laughs> we found a it was a, in the, in the little, a box in the of refrig- frozen corn dogs in the freezer at this office <laughs> for whatever reason. Room. Yeah, and we okay, just we, we made it we made the yeah. corn dogs look like dicks or something. I think <laughs> I don't know. And we sent it to the radio station. We were like, "This is going to be great." And then we were like, "Oh, look, the, the phone number's right there." Yeah, the phone number's at the top of the screen. Uh, the, yeah, the, there was a paper. title page. Yeah, yeah, we didn't realize that either. <laughs> Fax header page. That's it. So we didn't. We didn't even care. We were just. Mm-hmm. We'd always. That was another thing. Was we'd always get on the, their old school like uh, I don't know even what, computer systems they were oh, running yeah. up there, but they were the old monochrome, mm-hmm. green, probably um, apples or something. I have no idea, but yeah, you could dial into. Uh, you could dial into. Uh, um, boards. Yeah, mm-hmm. BBS and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But it was, it was. I don't think we were ever successful finding because we would find numbers. We would write down the numbers. We would call these eight hundred numbers actual, that like, we would get. There were you, modems we could tell. It was the Code. phone receiver that you placed on a thing, and mm. that was the modem. Yeah, the acoustic coupler. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. 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 That was super. But they, they. She went to a new office, and they didn't have those anymore. It was just 
but uh, yeah, they had well, like the modem that you just plug the line into. So mm-hmm. you know, we were never successful at that that kind of hacking. That new probably, <laughs> we were never successful at that type of hacking, and it's probably a good thing. But so I I was uh, totally off of like I was like we're not we're not doing we're not going to do this voicemail thing anymore, and if we do, it's not going to be eight hundred numbers anymore. And uh, then Cody found this local, this local a university um, that had a whole voicemail system. It was just like, and we were like semi familiar with it. And it was just nothing but like incoming students or students who'd come in and they, every student had a voicemail box and about 10% of them had actually set them up. <laughs> so yeah, like each, Cody's every like, student was assigned a voicemail <laughs> box and like 90% of them didn't know what voicemail was and didn't set Didn't them care, up. you know? <laughs> so yeah. uh, Cody was just like, I found this thing and he was like messing with it. And I'm like, and no. Password, <laughs> and the Don't, password was one, two, three, four get, on all get, of them. Let's get the old gang back. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it had been like a couple of years at that point. Remember? And Cody, do you remember I was really trying yeah. to deter you? I was like, no, 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 I'm not going to have a angry guy calling us again. But, uh, but it turned, but that was, turned my out argument at the time is this is local. It's not an 800 number. They don't automatically have our number. Traced, yeah, yeah. You know, they don't, and have we ended up list. like befriending like other people, uh, uh, you know, I say kids, they were older than, you know, they were like college they age were college. Yeah. There were college students that were also messing with it and we doing the same things we were communicate like, with them and befriend them. Yeah. Oh. So it was actually really cool. Um, a little hacker community. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. um, they even, uh, I remember one of the students was like, Hey, uh, we got, we got published in the paper. And I was like, what do you mean? And he was like, yeah, there's this, there was this little story in the school newspaper about, and he quoted those crazy phone mail pirates, you know, cause we had, I mean, we did so much on that. That was the one that we, it was yeah, we did we the most with, they, there were like so many stories with that, that, um, that university that we had taken over uh, a large percentage of their voicemail system. Once again, not maliciously, we weren't causing any trouble. Well, the people, when they realized that their boxes were taken over, all they had to do was just tell somebody and they were reset. But the people who were running it were obviously kind of inept. <laughs> so it was very easy to kind of kind of screw with them and stuff. And it was funny. There was So there's a lot of funny stories of us and us even like calling like administration offices and stuff and trying to like trick people into giving us things, <laughs> like yeah. pretending. So, I mean... And it was all just for, you know, this whole thing, we were never in it to, you know, steal money or anything like that for people. It was just entertainment for us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it was like, we were always yeah. like, how can we get into that administrator box? And then we would like leave a message saying, you know, pretending to be this other administrator, like, yeah, can you give me that? I need that code so I can send out a bro- what they call a broadcast message to the entire there was a there was a box where you could send out a, a broadcast message to the entire university, and we're like, "Oh my God, can you imagine if we could do that? What would we say?" You know. And anyway, so us and our little hacker community that was, you know, some of them were students, were like always trying you, to figure you stuff could out like that. Send what what was called a broadcast message, but you had to like input every single mailbox you wanted it to go to manually. Oh really? Which but there were distribution very, lists though too. You get a very finger with that, yeah. Yes, but we knew somehow that if you were in one of the higher up 
voicemail boxes, you could send more, one because they options. would do it all the time. Mm-hmm. They would By do it accident. all the time with like, you know, no, like sometimes, yeah, they would send blank ones a lot, which would piss us off. And it would play it when you logged into a voicemail box. So if we were like checking all of our 58, you know, hacked <laughs> voicemail into voicemails, box. we'd have to hear it every time because it would make you listen to it. And you could not cut it off. And it would just be and blank it would either space. Be like, it would either be this lady telling you that, you know, corn on the cob was not going to happen for lunch today, <laughs> or it would just be a blank message, but it would still piss us off because mm-hmm. it'd be like eight seconds yeah. long. And it would go to every single mailbox. And we wanted to be able to do that ourselves. And just for a joke, you I know. I think Patrick, <laughs> Patrick called and or left messages for the lady that was like in charge of it. <laughs> And was like, and, yeah. I need that uh, master system passcode. Hey, this is, so I can this is Mark. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to need that. <laughs> and thinking and back, course, it was really stupid, but we, we laughed about it. Well, anyway. at, right. at that we knew I mean, it was, it was work, we had nothing to, to lose at that point. So, yeah. yeah, we were like, fuck it. Let's try this. Well, and then, of and course, these people like, were not. Passwords got changed. And, you know, we knew we were dealing they, with they people were that weren't us. like super, mm-hmm. they weren't super tech savvy. So, mm-hmm. we were like, we can do whatever we want here. And, you know they're not. We're but not. They were also you know, they're not going to come after us. Not kids. Mm-hmm. You were finding right. them out as well, weren't you? So it's uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, sort of we were putting their pants down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, we knew what yeah. we were doing, and we mm. we have no regrets. Mm. These voicemail boxes we would take over, in the same vein of the stuff we would do, where we would make leave messages that were like little improv shows or whatever we would come up with these ridiculous and sometimes it would be completely spur of the moment. Like I remember we'd be sitting around Cody and you would just like press a button and you just put the phone up, the receiver up to my head and I'd hear this beep and then I'd just start talking some nonsense. And that was the outgoing greeting. So we would have all these bizarre, like outgoing messages that, you know, you'd have some student trying to access or you'd have somebody who thought they were leaving a message for the student you know, like, wow, that's a really weird greeting you got, you know? And <laughs> so there was a lot of that that was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure we have tape after tape of, you know, a lot of those weird greetings and stuff. And um, nothing ever uh, sketchy or scary happened with that mm-hmm. stuff. But there were a lot of a lot of funny stories and funny stories with uh, just involving students trying to get their voicemail boxes back and then us kind of uh, maybe chiding them a little bit, <laughs> you know, like... Uh, <laughs> Just kind of teasing them a little bit like, uh, you know, if they were kind of jerks or, you know, or we would find um, our friends that were on campus would be like, yeah, this guy's a real, you know, this guy's a real dick, you know, you should mess with him. And so we'd call him up and just make fun of them on their voicemails and stuff. So it was, it was a fun time. And that went on for well, and, a couple of uh, years. Well, and one thing about this uh, particular system, you could call like the voicemail box on some or all of them I don't remember you could call like a phone number that ended in the last three digits of the mailbox or something and it would like dial their room you dial right into the room remember yeah. that <laughs> yep they're, they're like, a little uh, so you could prank dorm. call them also <laughs> the same people yeah 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 if you yeah if you knew what that hmm. what that was like so anyway and we were and, not uh, the only people to do this, but I, I think I was, I mean, we definitely didn't hear about it somewhere. There was not an internet back then. It was just like, I figured out, 
you know, I'd be at school or at a gas station or wherever, and I would call, or, you know, I wouldn't have any money, and I'd want to call my friend, and we already knew that payphones had a phone number printed on them. Most uh, of which you could dial you, into back at that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. A, a number you could dial to that payphone, which also something you would see in old movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I would call my friends with 1-800-COLLECT or 1-800-CALL-ATT, both of which had a lot of celebrity commercials for. Uh, and what it would do is it would record it would record a message that you were just supposed to say your name and it would call the number that you put in and play the name and ask if they wanted to accept it. And if they accepted, of course, it was a collect call that would charge them. Well, I, you know, I would, for the name, just say the number (laughs) and then hang up and my friend would call me back on the payphone and it would be a free free. payphone call. (laughs) But what was the deal with... yeah. Go ahead. I did this for a long time, like maybe a year or so. It's hard to say because, you know, you're a kid. Uh, but uh, <laughs> eventually, after doing this countless times, they started figuring it out. And I think, there, you know, like I said, there was 1-800-COLLECT, which was... Uh, Sprint or one of the Sprinter MCI, one of the, or, yeah. maybe a defunct company like MCI, and then there was Call ATT. Uh, but I remember Call ATT was the first one I think to catch on. So suddenly, when we would call it, a person would answer immediately and be like, "What number do you need to call?" <laughs> and almost like angry, like they knew what we were up to. so we're like oh shit they figured it out Mm -hmm. and then my one of my friends like who just didn't care i remember one time called me from a payphone and the lady was like and he had told them they would ask for your the number you're calling and then your name like a normal collect call at the time and you know he gave them a a fake name and then as soon as they would still connect the call Mm mm-hmm and when they were asking me to, if I wanted to accept the charges, my friend would just yell the number out because he could still hear them. <laughs> so then, so he's like, you know, four three seven nine nine, and it, the last four digits would always start with a nine if it was a payphone. Yeah. Usually two nines, but uh, then they caught on to that, and then they stopped letting you hear the person yelling, <laughs> and then it was all over. <laughs> But uh, one time when we were trying this, and I think it was on 1-800-COLLECT or something, but this guy answered, and he was he was very onto us <laughs> and very angry. My friend started to yell out the number, or yelled out the number, and then the guy from AT&T or Sprint or... Was like, this is illegal. What you are doing is illegal. Do you know that what you are doing is illegal? <laughs> and we, of course, we didn't care, and we were just like yelling over him or whatever. It, but what you're doing? But he was just, illegal. you know, some operator for operator for AT and T or whatever. That, <laughs> what you are doing is illegal. 
trying to scare us. Oh, man. But, you know, I uh, saved probably... Probably saved three or four dollars in uh, change <laughs> from, pay, you know, not having to pay for calls from a payphone. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot uh, of people did that, but uh, we did that for a long time before they caught on. We're sorry, you have reached a number that has been disconnected or is no longer in service. Um, if you feel you have reached this recording in error, please check the number and try your call again. Another thing that we did that was, uh, and, and I wasn't a part of this to, to, to be honest. I just knew that you guys, I knew that you guys had done this, but, uh, remember we had a friend. I, I can't remember I guess he, he had taken a phone and put and, uh, uh, soldered in a couple of wires and the gator clips, the little gator clips. Mm-hmm. So he was able to take that and just stand outside like a neighbor's house and clip those things onto their little phone, the little, he was able to, he just open up their phone box and clip in there. And I remember there was a time when I guess you guys went to a neighbor's house and like dialed up some 900 numbers on that. Oh yeah. 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 We would use that to dial 900 numbers, which, you know, <laughs> and you're standing outside somebody's house, yeah. phone bill. <laughs> So and we, yeah, we'd a, go to people's houses in the neighborhood and plug was, it you in. You guys only did that like one time, right? This wasn't something you did. Oh uh, no, we did it a few times. We did it. Uh, one of the notes I made, there was a I'm thing called a TV. Thirty years ago, <laughs> there What's was that? a TV station. There was a TV syndicated channel called the Box, where you could order. It was a music video channel, oh, and you yeah, could the box. <laughs> call a 900 number and press in codes and order music videos to watch, and then they would play in order. It was like 50 cents a video requested. or something. Did you guys have that over there, yeah. Carl? Yeah, like yeah, that? we had uh, yeah the box. Yeah, you you rang uh-huh. in. Yeah, it's like a jukebox. Uh, yeah, video same thing jukebox. here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was cool because not only because we didn't have cable, so we didn't have MTV. Not only that, but like my friends would come over at and at the time they would show like music videos uncensored or less censored than they've been on MTV. Mm-hmm. So that made it more cool. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, we would go to just random houses in the neighborhood and use that device that our friend made with the gator clips and we would make a list. We'd sit there for like hours and be like, yeah, write down that code. Let's see that video. We'd make a list of like, you know, 50 videos or something and then go call. And you could only request two per call. I think it was a 50 cents per song. So like each call was a dollar if you did two requests. And we would call like, you know, 25 times and get 50 songs. And then by the time we would get back home on foot, of course, they would already have started playing them so we would have missed some so you know we i think we would factor that in with the earlier songs we would request uh you know just some spacing so that we didn't care if we missed that one (laughs) we called a uh sex line (laughs) (laughs) i don't remember the details and maybe you do patrick not really i just remember that. that like i remember that like you guys I, I don't know you dialed you dialed into this number and it we was called like, it it was a gay sex line for gay men <laughs> where'd you guys which, get that you know, number at the time 
<laughs> I don't remember if we saw. I don't. We, I'm sure we didn't see a commercial on TV because it probably wouldn't have happened back. Then. No. <laughs> I think we. Uh, I think we just. I know there was a number that was 800 number that Out was. With- I, that I stumbled upon that was called the nice line. Yeah, that's well, that's another thing we would, we, would, we would find a lot of like uh, the we would find a lot of the uh, the credit card sex line. You know, you had to have a, have a credit card when we were just randomly dialing at her numbers. So I'm sure yeah. we found that at some point at that. Yeah, but I think on those they would give out a 900 number 900 if you just numbers, wanted to yeah. build to your home phone. So I think that's what we did. But we called this you know chat line for gay men and you know, I being think you dumb uh, kids we were we were you know <laughs> prank calling them and this guy like immediately figured out obviously what we were doing and was very snarky and uh, I wish I could remember the quote but there was something he said before he hung up on us that was funny <laughs> but you know yeah. that's the kind of thing we would do and then it showed up on the person's <laughs> phone bill that they called this number well how did you know that though (laughs) oh well i uh i don't know if that one i think we were careful enough to go to a house that was far enough away away. but one of them one of the houses that we used (laughs) was a neighbor and there's a neighbor who talked to who talked to my talked to our mom frequently a neighbor who (laughs) yeah, yeah talked to our to our mom and the story got brought up in a conversation and, and our mom repeated yeah, it to our us mom and we were like oh, relate oh, the, the, oh, the story to us and she was like <laughs> she was like i was hearing the story knowing that it was you guys the whole time but i never told her <laughs> but she was pissed off obviously our mom knew it was us but she totally I don't know about that well, we we were watching a lot of the box back in the day, and there was like a million box calls. Yeah, so that's, that's that's what gave it away. Is we we had ordered a bunch of music videos, and the lady this was lady like, was like, I had these charges for the jukebox on my phone bill, and it was for three hundred dollars or whatever. You know. Oh God, that's oh, terrible. We were yeah. terrible. That was that's that's some of the that's some of the, you know. Not very not good stuff we did with the so I mean that that kind of that that kind of counts as some illegal stuff there we shouldn't have done that was shitty but another little trick like the when we were talking earlier about those those uh, ring test numbers we figured out at some point that you could dial eight nine zero in any seven digits and it would a little computer oh, voice yeah. the computer generated voice would come on and tell you your phone number and uh, like yeah, the phone I, the number you were calling I utilize this. Mm-hmm. I utilized I that in in conjunction with uh, the one eight hundred collect. So if it was a payphone that did not have a label on it that said the phone number, which most of them did, but some of them didn't, then I would dial eight nine zero seven 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 or any. Uh, uh, well, here's an interesting thing: any seven digits except the number you were. If you knew the number you were calling from, it then it work. was like you know screw you i'm not going to read the number back that you already know and it would just uh give you a busy signal or something but any other digits would read the number back in a computer voice to what yeah for what you you were calling from i Mm. talked about working you know i had a couple of fast food jobs when i was a teenager and then and the other one the not virginia one 
was uh was at a pizza place and um they had gotten they had just had a new having trouble (laughs) sorry um they had hooked up the uh they just got their phone phone line hooked up uh my boss was just like yeah we got this new phone this new second phone line for pizza orders or whatever he was like but i don't know what the number is and i was like i i know how to figure that out and uh he was like really and i was like yeah watch this and then you know dial the number and then it's it just starts repeating the number four oh five three you know just starts saying the number. He was like, that's cool. And I was like, hey, I, I put this to use. This <laughs> I, weird I use my skills for good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> my that's... freaking skills. I'm, I'm remembering, uh, when we're talking about this, of course, and I knew this would happen, but I'm remembering more and more details. But right. the way I discovered 890 and any seven digits was 897. If you dialed 897 right. and the last four digits of the number you were on, it would also do the ring your phone back. Okay, so that was like a that later, like, like a 90s. Yeah, it was like yeah, a 90s I think it was thing, after the, the after the, the four early. one whatever yep. stopped working. This one worked, yep. and I don't yes, remember you're right. how you're I right. figured yep. that out. But I was uh, just doing eight nine and variations, and I figured out eight nine zero and any seven. So there digits. you go. Once again, just bored and messing with the phone. Um, we hacked into a local, like a major television station's voicemail system. And um, we, we had, it had all kinds of cool stuff you could do. You could have it call people. We, we knew BBSs existed because we had friends who did that sort of thing. But in the mid nineties, uh, we, we each got a hold, we got a hold of a couple of Commodore 128s mm-hmm. <laughs> and started doing BBS stuff. And then that's when the phone stuff started kind of dying down a little bit. So mm-hmm. it kind of led into, mm-hmm. you know, old, uh, old computer stuff. Thanks very much for, for, uh, today, uh, Patrick and Cody, where can we find you guys Thanks. on the internet? Thanks, Carl. Uh, yeah, it's been fun. Um, if you want to uh, check out some old school gameplay, uh, live live shows mostly um, on original equipment and uh, in some cases arcade cabinets. That's where you know shooting in 1080p or whatever arcade uh, screens, CRT screens. Um, you can find my channel, uh, Classic Game Night Fridays. That's uh, you on YouTube. It's just uh, it's at CGN Fridays on YouTube. So, uh, and, uh, Cody, take it away. Well, we've got, uh, Pran Funkles, a show that I, me and a couple other people host. Patrick's is still on it occasionally. Uh, P-R-A-N-F-U-N-K-E-L-S on YouTube. Or you can Google it. We, uh, as you may guess, we make prank phone calls. And, and occasionally talk about these kind of things, uh, especially if we call a number and encounter an, an interesting voicemail system or recording or old operator disconnected message. And sometimes we've discovered some really, really interesting ones, um, like the old number for Unsolved Mysteries has something interesting on it. <laughs> Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, <laughs> right. If it's still Robert's there, down. I don't know. Anyway. If you want to check us out, we're, we've been doing that for quite a while on YouTube. Uh, still at it. Still prank calling these days. And that's, uh, that's you so, guys are on uh, Saturday nights, usually Saturday night live shows. Yes. And uh, Saturday course, night our... live. <laughs> Saturday night live. Um, <laughs> and Sorry, classic game night Fridays 
Uh, what night is that on? I'm not sure. Tuesday. Fridays. Friday nights mostly. <laughs> Sometimes we do we do bonus shows on Saturday. Thanks very much to Patrick and Cody there for sharing their experiences of phone freaking with me. Really enjoyed that interview, and I hope that one day we'll be able to come back and uh, record a part two, maybe. Remember that you can support the podcast by buying me a coffee at ko-fi.com forward slash bite high. You can also rate the podcast because that somehow helps with the analytics. You can leave me a comment at Teletextar on uh, Twitter. Or you can join the Bite High No Limit Discord. And if you want to know the Discord invite, that will be in the notes. Bite High No Limit is presented by me, Carl. And until next time, keep it blocky. (laughs) 